And hello, everybody. Jim Noble here with women's basketball head coach Jimmy Garrity. It's a brave new world for the Wofford Basketball Women's Coaches Show. It's 2020. Instead of meeting at RJ Rockers like we usually do in Spartanburg, Jimmy, we're like the rest of the world meeting virtually here. How are you doing today? We're doing well, doing great. You know, I'd, I'd much rather be at the RJ Rockers here, but uh, but no, th this will do. 2020 has been quite different and challenging, but uh, but we feel very uh, thankful and blessed to still be able to play and still practice and still be around each other. So sorry we're not in person, but uh, but this will do just fine. Well, let's start with all the craziness and all the changes and everything that any, every basketball coach in America has had to deal with. Let's talk first about Jimmy Garrity. How are you doing during all of this from the take us back to conference tournament time back in March? And then as, as things got really crazy, how have you dealt with the evolution of the situation that really every American finds themselves still in? Yeah, it's, it's been really challenging. You know, some, some things have been, have been good, you know, to, to get back to, a little more basic living and things like that. Um, but yeah, when you think back, uh, back in March, who would have thought we would be, you know, um, you know, December, um, and still be like this, but, uh, but you know, those first few months were, were kind of cool being with my family and hanging out at home, getting out the card games and board games and doing puzzles and going on bike rides. Jenny and I bought bikes and we put a lot of miles on those bikes, but, uh, you know, uh, always wanting to be around our, our players and get them back because they went home and finished this less, uh, rest of the semester at home. So did a lot of Zooming and got, you know, uh, the technology got a little bit more savvy in that regard and, you know, stayed in contact with them throughout the summer and um, just did the best we could and, and came back in, you know, September. And I'm really, you know, Wofford and their administration has just done a wonderful job and I give all the credit to to the students like our students have been just amazing to be able to to come back in person and to stay throughout the whole semester um, has just been phenomenal and they've been you know wearing their mask and um, it's different because it's not like their normal college and we keep telling our freshmen hey this isn't really what college is typically like uh, but uh, but we're dealing with it the best we can. Um, but it's been great just being around uh, our players and the program. And, and uh, I think our players really enjoy being around each other, too. So we, at, at the end of the day, we're very grateful. Well, I, it took me, I think, seven months, almost eight, seven months to get back on campus after, after the yeah. shutdown in March. And uh, like you, I've been impressed with the protocols. Wofford, not on wood, can't see the yeah. wood table I'm on, but has done very well comparatively. I'm the father of a uh, college senior down in Florida and have seen yeah. what, what, what the other side, the parents and the students go through. And yeah, I, I echo your thoughts. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little hoop off to a okay. three and two start, some solid road wins for the Terriers. Got some, a, a couple more non-conference games coming up. Let's just start with that. Your, your overall thoughts at the way you started off the season through the first five games. Yeah. You know, I've been really pleased. Um, this team, um, they enjoy being around each other and it is showing up on the court. And I think they've taken that attitude um, of gratefulness to just to be playing. They see where other teams are at and other schools and other programs and other sports, not being able to play. 
Um, so they haven't they haven't wasted uh, one minute um, uh, thinking about that and really being positive about the whole thing. But uh, I think we've been playing pretty well, you know, on the road. Um, you know, we at College of Charleston, that first road game, we did not play very well and we missed a lot of shots that we normally should make. Um, but we were down 20 plus, but to come back and have, I think, two or three possessions um, down by just five with the ball um, just said a lot about, uh, I think it gave us confidence. And when we go back and watch film and you just look at, you know, you just change a couple of those possessions and it, and it could be really different. But then we follow that up. You know, we've been on the road almost the whole time. We follow that up with a really good team at high point. Um, they're good and uh, they can really score the ball. They shoot a lot of threes. They they run a motion offense that's honestly, it's hard to guard. And uh, we did some things that we don't normally do defensively, but our players totally bought in and, and we played really well um, despite not shooting the ball well from the free throw line. Um, we came away there uh, with a big, big road win. And it just, it, I think it gave them confidence on the defensive end because honestly, our defense won us that game. Um, you know, in the past, uh, we've been able to score the ball really well our, our first few years here. And uh, this year up to this point, we, we've struggled scoring it a little bit. Uh, but then oh, at Asheville, we got back on the, the scoring track there. We played really well up there. And, and historically, that has been a tough place for us to play. And so I was really, really proud of, of how we played. We guarded them really well. We made shots and it was just, it was fun. It was a fun trip. Um, and then our last game at Xavier, you know, a Big East team, they're long, they're athletic, they're talented. And, uh, and we just played, uh, it, did, it didn't phase us, um, their length. And we played really, really well. Had the ball um, two times under a minute, down three, you know, to tie or, possibly take the lead there a couple of times. Um, and you just look back at watching film um, and you just change one possession, one or two possessions um, that go the other way, maybe our way. And we had the ball, the last possession to, to, to win it. You know, we're going overtime. But we came out of there feeling really, really confident. And uh, I just like where this team is at. And I think, you know, I think as a team offensively, we're going to evolve as the season goes. And we've kind of seen that progression in the last month. Well, when we come back, I want to drill down into that a little bit deeper because you had to replace some stalwarts mm -hmm. from last year, most notably Deja Green and Chloe Wanick. And you've done it with balance. You've done it with more than one, more than two more than three players. So we'll talk about that when we come back. You're watching the Jimmy Garrity Coaches Show brought to you by RJ Rockers. We'll be back right after this. All right, welcome back to the Jimmy Garrity Show. Jimmy, we were talking about how you replace players like Chloe Wanick and, and Deja Green and, and, and some more senior leadership as well. And the thing that struck me over the first five games, offensively amazing balance. You've got four players averaging over eight and a half points a game. I don't think anybody's averaging more than 11 yeah. or so. Talk about the players that have stepped up because you can't replace leadership and production like that with just one or two people. Yeah, I mean, off of last year's team, that those those three players, you know, Cairo included with uh, Deja and, and Chloe, and then, of course, Jamie added some great uh, leadership uh, and team 
great teammate too. And um, that's a lot of minutes to be, um, you know, those guys average 30 plus minutes a game. And so, um, but I'm really, really impressed of, um, of how we've come together and shared the basketball. And I think it's going to be that way all year long. I think we have right around five, almost right at 10 points a game. And, um, you know, I think, you know, throughout the season, it's going to be one person that might get to 14, 15, but you're going to have quite a few of those five or six that are, that are right eight plus points a game. And I think that's hard to scout. It makes us difficult to guard. But um, but those guys have done a tremendous job of uh, sharing the ball. And it's, it's not just going to be one person scoring all the points. Like, we're fortunate to have that number one, um, Chloe Wanick, you know, averaging uh, 17 to 19 points each year. Uh, but we're going to have to do it with, uh, with, more, with more individual players to, to, to make up that uh, loss of points. In a strange way, can that be a benefit? If you're an opposing coach and you're scouting Wofford, yeah. you can't say, let's stop number one. Yeah. Let's double team this player. You've got it spread around. You guys have got to be a, a, a matchup nightmare and a scouting nightmare in some way. Yeah, I I think so. So um, again, you know, any one of any one of them are capable of going twenty plus points. You know, uh, you know, Jackie is one. Um, we haven't really shot the ball that well as a team, but I promise you, we shoot it better. <laughs> We're better shooters than than we what we've shown. So eventually, I am not concerned about that. I know our players kind of get caught up in that a little bit. Like, I'm not concerned because I know how they shoot it in practice and. Eventually, that's going to catch uh, catch up to us. But I do. I think um, I think we have. Uh, you know, I think our strengths really are our inside play, our post play, um, and I think up to this point we've just played really, really hard. And I, I go back to saying this because I've said it quite a bit. They are having fun playing together, and that makes a difference on the court. And it it's kind of shown. And and they share the ball well. They don't really care who scores the points, and uh, it's just been fun to coach them. Well, that's kind of been a hallmark of all the Jimmy Garrity teams. I, I think not just a whopper through your whole career. Players having fun, playing, players invested in each other, players caring about each other. It shows when I see you guys on the floor. Sometimes seniors take the lead in that kind of They've heard your message for three or four years. Yeah. You only one senior on this year's uh, team, Jamari McDavid, and she, of course, is one of the key contributors. How about the leadership void with the players that you mentioned that left the team after last year, graduating and moving on? Um, is that something that a coach can kind of dictate, or does that have to happen organically within the locker room? It is better if it happens organically. And, uh, and these guys, this team in particular, has really taken that uh, approach. And um, we've had multiple leaders emerge. We have, we have different leaders throughout the, you know, throughout the week in practice. Um, but they all have the same mindset. <laughs> they all want to be great teammates. They all want to play as best as we possibly can play and play together. And, uh, you know, I've always said, and they've heard me say it a million times, best teams are those teams that are player led. And, uh, and this, this year's team, and um, they've been holding each other accountable and they're good kids. I mean, we've got high character kids that are great academically, um, enjoy being around each other um, and want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. And, and it's just shown. 
Um, you know, so we just have that one senior, but we have seven juniors. So, you know, from that regard, um, we're, we're young, but we're, we're, a, we're not that young. We're, we're fine. So we brought in four freshmen that I think they're all really talented. And, uh, and Lily's our lone sophomore. So, uh, but she's, she's really good player and has uh, in her leader in her own right too. Now uh, I'm going to go against what I've been saying for the last 10 minutes, talking about the balance and, and nobody really uh, dominating the headlines, but I do want to ask you about Helen Matthews, your mm -hmm. newcomer from New Zealand. We've seen her on the floor, tremendous competitor. Talk about the recruiting process that brings a player from New Zealand to Spartanburg and how she first appeared on your radar. Well, it, that, that happened when, when Deja graduated early, um, you know, throughout that whole summer, we weren't recruiting a point guard. So we, we didn't have that need. And then we found that out. It was a little bit of a scramble. And, and I've always approached it is I, I'm not going to sign somebody just to sign somebody. I mean, they got to be good enough. They got to fit our culture. Um, they got to be able to help us win a championship. And so we found out about her through some of our contacts. And then, and then as you get to talk to her over the phone or through Zoom and her parents, uh, we find out we're, we're very light-minded and with her teammates too. And so uh, we built that relationship um, in a hurry, <laughs> you know, starting probably in February and March. Um, but, this, but she's been great. You know, she's, you know, came over here, sight unseen, you know, we did the, the FaceTime and stuff and kind of showed her around, but still it's a gamble for her too, right? She's got to trust us and, and her parents do and sending her all the way up to 24 hour flight. And, uh, but she has right from the get go, she has just fit right in. She's very talented. You know, she's 5'11 guard, um, very, very athletic, um, can guard multiple positions. Uh, handle it well, shoots it really good, and uh, and she's just getting started. She's going to end up being a really good player for us, um, but we're thankful to have her on the team. Well, I'm counting on that uh, game down in New Zealand. It appears. Yeah, I know. So I'm volunteering for that trip, just so you know, so Helen can play in front of the home fans. Uh, we'll have to check the budgets, you know, on yeah, that, that one. Yeah, yeah. things like that but yeah I was, I, I was trying to schedule the recruiting trip over there <laughs> but uh that that didn't work out but yeah you're I, i'm with you on that one jim we'll get it done all right when we come back we'll take a look ahead at the last couple of non-conference games coming up for the terriers and take a look at what's transpired so far amongst our socon opposition and what we can look forward to come january the jimmy garrity show rolls on right after this all right, welcome back, everybody, to the Jimmy Garrity Coaches Show, the Wofford women's basketball team, three and two. Got a couple of non-conference tests left before conference play begins. Jimmy, I don't know if the schedule makers did you any favors, and I know scheduling has been crazy this year. You get to go to Lexington, Kentucky, to face the iron of the SEC, Kentucky coming up. Talk to me about the challenge and what it means to your players. Anytime you get to play on, on a stage like that and play against a Power 5 team, it means a lot to that group. It does, you know, they, they see um, Kentucky on the headlines. They, they see the arena uh, that they play in or a top 10 team in the country. And uh, I, I, it's just fun for, it's a challenge. Listen, they're really, really good. They're long, they're athletic. They can score it every which way and they guard really hard. Um, so it'll be a challenge, but, but we're just taking approach. Hey, we're, we're grateful to play and, 
and we're going to have fun on this road trip. It's our last road trip before um, Christmas break. So uh, we're going to enjoy it. We're going to give them our best shot and we'll see what happens. How does a game like that benefit the team in the long run? Where you look back, maybe when you begin the, you know, the, the, the conference play, playing a team like Kentucky, how does that help you? Well, let's hope it does help us here. But, uh, but yeah, it just, just they're really talented. And if, and if we can go in there and play well um, and, and maybe be able to score the ball, ball and guard their stuff and take care of the ball, um, all those things just help you down the road because if we can do that against the top 10 team in the country, uh, then we should be able to do that against our own conference. So uh, it'll be very challenging, but I know our players are excited to play. Uh, to, you know, that, that's one of the games that uh, you can look back as your career uh, goes through and you graduate, you're an alumni, and you can look back at, uh, at those type of games that you got to play. All right. In the meantime, life rolls on in the Southern Conference. Uh, what's been your impression? I know you guys keep tabs from afar and see how the conference teams are doing. As we head into the season, is it a case of the usual suspects? Is it your Furmans, your UNCGs? I know Mercer kind of had a wacky year last yeah. year. But in terms of, of where your biggest competition is going to come from, is it the same slate of characters that we've seen the last few years, or are there some changes at the top? You know, I, I think, um, you know, you, you can look at where the, the coaches were, were picked and the schools were picked. Uh, Mercer's very talented. They've got, uh, they're talented from top to bottom. And, you know, uh, Susie doesn't play very many players. She only plays about seven, and those seven are really, really good. Um, Sanford is another one that uh, they returned uh, quite a bit. They added some transfers, so they're going to be good. Furman, obviously, is, is always good and right down the road from us. But really, you know, top to bottom, um, you, you, gotta, you better bring your A game each time. Um, those teams that are historically at the bottom, I'm telling you, they're, they're good and they're going to surprise some people. And uh, – this year has been a little bit different because, um, you know, the way the scheduling has worked and you don't quite know. Uh, some people are playing, some people are out. Are they out uh, because of, you know, contact tracing or injuries and things like that? So it's just going to be a wacky year altogether. And, you know, we, we just want to be able to play, you know, so you got to take care of yourself in, in order for games to uh, not be canceled. And we've been fortunate that, uh, we haven't had any game canceled. We have no positive tests. So, but I, I think the league this year, uh, like last year too, um, a handful of people can win it. And, uh, and, and they're all good. And the way they've matched the schedule up, we're going to play back-to-back. So if we go on the road to like UNCG, then we'll play either Thursday, Saturday, or Friday, Sunday. So back-to-back, um, which would be interesting. I wanted to ask you about that. That was next on my list. Uh, the women have done what the Southern Conference men have yet to do. They've, they've gone to that back-to-back -back scheduling. So you'll you'll play some teams all on the road. You'll yeah. play some teams all at home. The way that works out for Wofford, are there, are there benefits in some areas, losses? We all miss our home crowd. And we, yeah. we want the students and then hopefully the fans to hopefully get back by the end of the season. But the way it shook out for you and your bunch, mm -hmm. how do you think it it, it affects you? I, I think we we came out pretty good. I mean, to be honest with you, we opened up uh, here um, with Furman, 
So with your travel partner, that is the only game you'll play them home and away. Um, so we'll play them home our first match, uh, first game, and then our last game of the year. But overall, you know, I kind of like the way it shook out for us. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it'll, scouting will be different. So you'll, you know, you'll do the one scout and then, you know, you'll make adjustments on that, uh, that day off to play them again. But in that regards, um, maybe that makes it a little bit easier, but, uh, but it'll be interesting and, and it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun year. That to me, I think is going to be the most intriguing thing. I know I, I've watched some teams have already gone through this in some of the other conferences. When you beat a team, the first game, it's really hard to come back and, and 48 hours later, try to beat them again. Because when you win naturally, you're going to say, let's just do what we did the first time. Yeah. When you yeah. lose, you're going to make those adjustments. How is that dynamic going to work for the coaching staff? It is. It's going to be really interesting. Um, and, and I'm, to be honest, I'm kind of excited about it. And, uh, you know, I, I think um, you can use that as motivation on both ends. Hey, look, we just won. Thursday night, Saturday night, I'm going to tell you what, guys, they're going to make some adjustments. They're not going to play like they played uh, Thursday night. We, we got to be ready, and we're going to have to make the adjustments too. And I think when you, you know, uh, by the same token, you can do that same motivation uh, on the other end. You know, you lose Thursday. Hey, these are we make these small adjustments, and I feel really good about Saturday's game. So, um, but everybody's going through that, and, um, and, and I think we'll do just fine with it. Last question before we break. Uh, how much, if any, more importance is there on conference play just because, Jimmy, life is so uncertain right now? We may get to March and things could be, you know, some people are saying you have to play as if there might not be a conference tournament because who knows what's going to happen. And I know you always put emphasis on conference games anyway, but is that heightened this year? For sure. And, and that's really the approach. You know, hey, guys, guess what? The way the cases are going throughout the country, you know, I think January is in, in jeopardy. And, you know, all that's going on. So let's play. You just don't know what's going to happen. Let's play our next game like it's going to be our last game. And let's see what happens. So, yeah, the, the, the conference deal, you know, if we have um, positive cases and then contact tracing, you know, you may miss a couple of games and then – do you get any chance to reschedule those games? And then who knows by the end of February where we're at and what it looks like, um, who's played who, how many games have we played, have we got them all in, Are there is there going to be a conference tournament? So honestly, for us, we're just taking it one day at a time. Again, I think our, our message to everybody and our team feels like it's um, – I know they feel this. We're just grateful to be playing, um, and that's the approach we're going to take. I agree. When we come back, we'll take a little look inside the program, how they've dealt with all these new protocols and new way of life. That's next here on the Jimmy Garrity Show. And welcome back to the Jimmy Garrity Show brought to you by RJ Rockers, our first coaches show of this 2020-2021 season. I can't wait, by the way, to stop saying 2020. <laughs> it's just been that kind of year. I'm sure a lot yeah. of coaches agree. Let's talk about the fact that We've gotten to this point, Jimmy. We're playing college basketball. That that's yeah. so incredibly awesome on so many levels. You know, it, it it it's just so cool after what everybody's gone through. But to get to this point, 
it's been a lot of work yeah. on your point. Your, 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 your assistants, you know, Mike and Amanda and Trent have done yeoman's yeah. work, your trainers, the other staff members. Can you give folks a little look behind what it takes to get on the court for practice in terms of testing and new measures and not just yeah. the things we see on game day? Yeah, a lot of people have no idea, right? Yeah, we're, we're testing three days a week. And it is a lot of planning to, to just make a road trip to go play someplace else. The planning that has to take place, you know, you got to get a hotel um, that is okay with, that has, that can, number one, they're, they're, they're open for, for food, like you can eat there. And, um, you know, do they have spacing available? You know, because uh, all that is a huge, huge issue. And to play our home games, um, the people in charge of the facility to keep it clean, um, to make sure um, all our testing is, is right, to make sure we have enough hand towels, masks, um, spacing of the chairs, <laughs> you know, uh, a, a lot of science and, um, and uh, stuff went into all that. But it's been just a lot of planning just to take place. Um, thankful for our administration um, that they've given us the resources to be able to do all this. But there's so many things that go into just playing and just practicing um, that, that people don't even realize what, what happens. Our, you know, our training staff has just been amazing when we have to test here on campus, um, keeping water bottles clean, um, all these things that um, you, know, you just kind of forget about but you don't really realize. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I've seen it firsthand a, a little bit, not even scratching the surface of what you guys have to have to go through. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that testing three times a week. Let me tell yeah. you, I have my first one down in Sparkly the other day, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a real treat. But hey, if that's the price to pay for playing college basketball, I'm all for it. I have Finally, no problem with it. Yeah. Uh, your, your holiday break after the yeah. Kentucky uh, game. Um, how much do you worry sometimes about the mental health of your players going through all this um a lot of them can't visit their families uh, mm -hmm. because they're 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 going through this to be able to play basketball um as a staff do you guys address that are you doing anything special over the holidays i mean these these kids need to see their family um and it's 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 a hard thing for a coaching staff to deal with i imagine yeah well it, it's important it's important to our program um, it's important to the livelihoods of, of our student athletes. And I'm excited for them to be able to go home and spend some time with their family. Because up to this point, they really haven't. You know, Thanksgiving, we usually get a day or two that, that, um, that they can go home. Some, some parents came here. Um, so uh, I think it's really, really important for them to spend a week or so at home. Um, so a lot of them will leave from that Kentucky trip. Um, and then at the end of the day, you got to be safe too, you know, while you're home, you know, you still got to continue to wear the mask. You still got to continue to social distance and wash your hands. But we do talk about that and, and um, our, our players know it and, and their, uh, you know, not only their physical health, but their mental health is uh, very, very important to us. And um, I'm excited for them to be able to spend some time with the family. Well, you guys have done an amazing job so far. The entire Wofford College community, the the, the yeah. athletic department in particular, I've just been blown away. Uh, I've seen the other side of it at a lot of other schools. Yeah. It's not quite going as well. So hats off to everybody who's gotten us to this point.
And hats off on the on the solid start to the season. Best of luck as we get through non-conference play. Can't wait to kick things off with a bang with Berman in that first conference mm-hmm. game. And stay safe. Happy holidays to you and your family. And uh, look forward to uh, many more Jimmy Garrity shows, even, even virtually, as the season rolls on. Hey, we'll take it any way we can get it. Thanks so much, Jim. You guys stay safe, and uh, we feel very fortunate to be in the situation we're in. All right. Thanks to Jimmy. Thanks to all the folks at RJ Rockers for sponsoring our Coaches Show. Hope you enjoyed this virtual version of the Wofford Basketball Coaches Show. We'll do this with Jimmy. We'll do this with head coach Jay McCauley on the men's side as well. So stay with us all season long for Jimmy Garrity. I'm Jim Noble. Thanks for watching, everybody.